they remember that piece. Like, wow, do you remember 10 years ago this brand came out with that thing? Oh my gosh, that changed my whole life on how I think about whatever. They don't say like, boy, the features and benefits demonstrated in that was, were great. They just say, do you remember when X brand came out with that thing 10 years ago? Did you ever see that? And that's kind of how it starts. Hello and welcome to Death to the Corporate Video, a podcast with tools and advice for how to make B2B videos your audience actually wants to watch. I'm Hope Morley. I'm Guy Bauer. This week I just saw a report released from Wistia, the video web hosting platform, for those of you who don't know. They released a State of Video 2022 report. They conducted this based on data from their own platform, and they also did a survey of marketers who use it, and it's mostly B2B marketers. And there was one little nugget in there that I found really interesting that Guy and I wanted to talk about, something that you, our listeners, might be able to take away from. So they had this question in their report that they asked what types of videos people have created in the past and what types of new videos do you plan to create going forward? And I assume this means in 2022. The number one type of new video that people want to start creating is original branded series. And Mm. based on what people have created in the past, that's pretty far down the list of things that people already have. So the the types of videos that people have created in the past are kind of what you would expect for B2B marketers. So the number one thing is product videos or product demos, webinars, tutorials, company story, and sales videos are really the top ones there. So part of this might be that the people being surveyed, you've already created these types of videos, so they might not need to do it again. So we're looking at what people are branching into. That said, knowing that people are interested in brand uh, branching into original branded series, we can talk about how people might get started with that and how that's different from these types of video content that a lot of people may have already created or have experience creating. Yeah, and interestingly enough, just, I think it was last Thursday or Friday, we're recording this March 14th, 2022, Apple just came out with episode three of their Apple at Work series. So Apple at Work... Uh, I think two or three years ago was just a mm-hmm. commercial where this quirky team design a pizza box, a round pizza box using Apple tools. And then during the pandemic, they came out with another spot. Now, the first spot was about a minute long. During the pandemic, they came out with another spot where they're all now working from home and showing off Apple's tools for uh, remote work from home. And it was actually called Work From Home. And that spot was about three minutes. And now the new spot that just launched is all about the great resignation. And in the thing, they they, re, they all resign. And that's eight minutes. And oh, wow. so, I mean, it, oddly enough, just like just by total happenstance, this just dropped last week. And I think that's where things are starting to move. And Apple is always the bellwether in terms of the cutting edge of marketing. And in, and in that case, that campaign is B2B marketing. It's targeting SMBs. So yeah, I think this is a great conversation to have, Hope. Let's start by defining what we mean when we're talking about this original branded series. What is the difference between a branded series and an ad or 
just a, a product video. The difference is, is that the main meat of the piece is not marketing. The main meat is a story. And then that story is branded and it could be the things that people use. The marketing is very subtle. The main event is the story, is the entertainment. And the branding is secondary to everything. It doesn't control the story. The second your brand takes control of the story, that is now no longer branded entertainment and it is now an ad. So that's how I would define it. Yeah, and I would say this could be both fiction and nonfiction. So you could do it like the mm -hmm. Apple at work is basically a short film. Yep. You could also do this as a short documentary or a short sort of mini documentary series of content based around a topic that's relevant to, to your brand. That's right. The main thing you need is, and I think uh, there's an article where I wrote, I put out this spectrum where on the left hand, think of a spectrum on the left hand side is an ad and the right hand side is branded content. An ad has to act like an ad, right? So you just, you're allowed to market yourself and you're going to have to pay for it because it's a marketing message and pay for it by mean, by, I mean, distribution. And on the right hand side, you have branded entertainment and that's where actually the marketing message has to be low. Altruism has to be high. And by altruism, altruism, I mean, you, you have to entertain. And if it is nonfiction, it's meant to inform and educate me. If it's fiction, it's, you know, it could inform and entertain, but you know, all those markings have to be high altruism and the marketing has to be low. And that's how branded entertainment can actually work very organically. You don't necessarily have to pay for every view because people actually want to watch what you're putting out. And yeah, it could be fiction or nonfiction. Yeah, that was kind of leads into what I was going to bring up next is why would brands want to do this? So like, why should people think about expanding into original branded content? And I think the answer that you're getting at there is that it's a way of capturing attention in a new way, in a way that's bringing value to to the viewer in the form of entertainment or information. It's stickier. In theory, if done correctly, it's a little stickier than an ad because there's probably juicy content in there that someone wants to watch and rewatch and then reference when they're talking to their friends. And share. And, and share, right. Yeah, so I would say it has that sticky component where if you do it right, too, it could be one of the best things they've ever seen, you know? You, you now move into the territory of someone watching it in their comfy pants <laughs> instead of at their computer, you know? Uh, if you make branded entertainment done, you know correctly yeah it, it starts to move more towards competing with the netflix and the hulu and and being entertained on a couch rather than at a desktop or a laptop mm -hmm. you get into a different space yeah you think about someone even if you're at work like for example you're on your lunch break and you're browsing through linkedin or twitter wherever you go on your phone when you're taking a little bit of break from work and if you're trying to bring someone something that, you know, they're trying to be on a mental break at this moment. So if you can 
bring them something that feels like a mental break from work. You're not trying to actively sell them something that is part of their job and being super salesy around your product. Then you're bringing them value and you can get them to keep watching, to come back with that. I'm calling it free time, you know, even if you might be technically sitting (laughs) at your desk during the workday. And then you're, you're, they're enjoying this time that they're spending with your content in a way that a lot of people don't enjoy spending time with traditional ads or traditional marketing. Yeah, that's exactly right. I guess if you think about it, Apple TV is essentially Apple's branded (laughs) entertainment wing. In Ted Lasso, they conveniently use all Apple devices with their logos prominently displayed. I think even what there was one episode where... He's like helping someone set up iCloud. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that was a little too much. But Ted Lasso's a hit. So Apple's, I'm sure, they're like, yeah. But yeah, they're like, hold on. I'm just getting this iCloud account set up or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was like a clear, like, oh. Not God. subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's exactly right. You get into a different space of the person's brain. Like when I watched that eight minute Apple at work thing, at no point was it an ad, even though they're just using Apple devices left and right and yada yada, but you're there for the story. They they never once listed features, benefits, or anything like that. It was all embedded in the story. Connected to that, one other survey question in this Wistia report was asking people, what are your main goals with using video as a marketing tool? And the number one thing that people are looking for is to drive brand awareness. And that's exactly what original branded content can do for you. It's driving awareness. It's not so much as it's not going to necessarily be a huge lead generator. It's really to get your name in front of more people, get more people familiar with your brand, loyal to your brand, interested in your brand, following, etc. It can actually, so there's two, two forms of awareness, awareness of your brand, and then awareness of a problem that needs solving. And uh, branded entertainment is a great way to generate both. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the the brand, your actual brand gets awareness by the logo at the end or whatever product placement you put in. And then the problem, ideally, your branded content puts the problem front and center, not from a marketing angle, but probably the story revolves around that problem. I know that's what Salesforce did with their series. I, what? Do you remember what their series was called? No, but I'll link to it in the show notes. Okay. And we did one for uh, one of our clients, and it was all around, you know, an issue, a, a problem. Not necessarily a problem, but, like, what the future holds and stuff like that, which generates a problem, you know, awareness in your prospect of a problem. The other thing is that brand entertainment goes very wide, and that's obviously the, the trend is – to get broad category reach instead of highly targeted campaigns, t- just targeting the C-suite or whatever, to go broad. And branded entertainment kind of has to go wide or else it won't be relatable. So it's a great way to get broad category reach. Yeah, so let's talk about how we get started with this. So for all these brands who are out there who are thinking about expanding into original branded content, because I do think that there's a different mindset that you need to go into making something like this than you go into if you're doing a traditional video marketing campaign. So how should people get started? 
Well, what I would say first off is is just think of like what your target audience is thinking about. Is there a topic out there that everyone's talking about? Is there a a hot thing that like a hot button issue that needs to be explored or thinking about problem awareness, like take what you do and break it down, deconstruct what you do into a singular problem and think of doing a series on that. That's kind of how I would start. I would start with what is the problem that you resolve and then come up with a story around that. It could be a documentary series or it could be a, a, a scripted thing. The other thing to do too is also it maybe doesn't have to revolve around a problem. Maybe it's just something cool. <laughs> this is an idea I always had, but if you have like a fun working environment and you want to recruit and win the war on talent, you could do like a little series using your people as the stars, like a little mini SNL or something or or an office, like a little fake, like a mockumentary about what it is like to uh, work at your office. But I would I would start in the the easiest way is to start about to start thinking about problems you solve and a great way to frame that problem that doesn't involve you marketing that can actually you can actually tell a clear story on. Mm-hmm. And a way that you can do that to figure out the problems you solve. Obviously, we all know what problems our companies solve, but this could be a good place to do a little market research by talking to your prospects and talking to your clients, you know, talking to your current clients of how, how do we make your life better or possibly something to like, how do we make your working life better in a way that you didn't expect? Because that might give you an angle or a problem that you might solve that people don't realize that they had. So you can kind of agitate that problem through your content and focus on a little bit of a, more of a a side benefit to your product that you may not have thought before. And it might be a way that you can reach an, an audience that you haven't been targeting in the past. The other thing you can do too, is take a page from Apple's book is develop a story that Really, it could have nothing to do with what you do, but people use your thing, and that's it. And it's a, it's a product placement game mm-hmm. where, you know, and it's not like an ad. It's not heavy-handed. It's just, like, very subtle. You have people use your product. That's it. Just like Ted Lasso is technically, I see that as branded entertainment. There's Apple products every five minutes in that show. You could do a Ted Lasso. That has nothing to do with what Apple does. They're just mm-hmm. using it. Yeah, there's a lot of different options for that. And I think in our audience and our clients are B2B. So you might feel like, you know, Apple is a B2C brand. So you might feel like they have a little easier way of doing product placement if you're not selling Pepsi or some product like that. But there's a lot of different ways that you can subtly get a product into a story. I mean, we've all watched The Office a million times. So you can do workplace things or the Apple at work is a workplace story. You can tell a workplace story and use your B2B product in there while being engaging. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not about the software that people are using. It's a story about the people who use software every day, which we all do. <laughs> you're still telling your story and getting your brand out there and get helping 
people learn more about you while being entertaining. Yeah, I mean, really, the play here is, boy, is this good. Who put this out? And then at the end of this of the the piece, it's your logo. And that's it. It's a very early, 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 early introduction to your brand. And if it's good, they'll remember it. And again, it's it's starting that brand awareness train to roll out very slowly. The way I equate it to, it's almost like imprinting, you know, like how you, you know, you look at a baby duck or whatever. Like it's a good chance to imprint early on so that they remember that piece. Like, wow, do you remember 10 years ago this brand came out with that thing? Oh my gosh, that changed my whole life on how I think about whatever. And again, they they don't say like, boy, the features and benefits demonstrated in that was, were great. They just say... Do you remember when X brand came out with that thing 10 years ago? Did you ever see that? And that's kind of how it starts. And then maybe five years after they see your branded entertainment, then they encounter an ad and they're more apt to like, oh yeah, I remember they put out that thing, right? And then your brand starts to kind of infiltrate their brain. And then if brand affinity goes up and then you have a chance of actually converting a client. Here's a question. So we've been talking about Apple at work and Ted Lasso, and these are all really big budget things. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has a big budget. And I'm worried, you know, as we talk about this, people are going to hear what we're saying and think, oh God, my marketing budget does not have enough money to do a Ted Lasso series or to do something like this. Do people need a big budget to start with original content? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think original content is TikTok, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's dermatologists on there that just answer questions uh, about pimples and stuff. <laughs> to me, that's branded entertainment. You know, like it, there's no marketing message. It's just, hey, it's Dr. Whatever. And here it is. I mean, if it wasn't a video, it would be a blog. That's kind of what branded content is, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to market your company. You're supposed to actually give value. So this is just in the video realm. And so, yeah, I would say, no, it doesn't need a crazy budget. You could start with TikTok. You could start with YouTube. And the sky's the limit from there. And if you get traction on TikTok, you know, you start with iPhone videos or webcam video, you can always expand into getting some higher production value if you're seeing traction from it. As with anything, you know, reinforce winners ditch losers. And actually, that's a great idea to to start on TikTok, start on the free channels and see if anyone cares. (laughs) Honestly, that's a great way to start it before you spend a bunch of money on a series that maybe no one cares about. TikTok is really good way because of its format. You know, TikTok isn't really about subscribers and stuff. It's really about tagging your video properly and the letting the algorithm do its thing. If you tag a TikTok video properly, there's no reason why you shouldn't get more than a thousand views within the first couple hours. So it's a great way to test. Does anyone actually care? And then you can always ramp up. You can increase the production values, but there may be an argument to not increase production values. Yeah, it I was just be... thinking that too. Right. So I, I would say definitely start there, test, and then reinforce and tweak. And you could find out like, oh, this isn't for us. No one cares. 
<laughs> and that's okay. Not everyone needs to care about everything. It doesn't mean that we stink or the message stinks. It just means that maybe, you know, there's not enough audience there or, or no one, it, it doesn't match the medium that we've chosen. So I, yeah, I would definitely test first. Any other thoughts we want to share on how to get started or what to explore if someone's trying to sell this to their boss, perhaps, or pitch it to a client? What I would do is work it just like Hollywood does, where there's a script for the pilot and then there's a an outline for the rest of the season. The cool thing with branded content, branded entertainment, is that there's the short form story arc, right, in the actual episode or whatever we're calling the one unit. But then you also can do just like a real series has a season-long arc or little mini arcs and A plots, B plots. So what I would do is come up with what is a season? How many quote-unquote episodes are there in a season? Uh, how long is each show? Uh, what does it involve? How many minutes? I would make sure there's a macro outline of not just this season. And then what you could do is also outline future seasons. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't have to come up with the episode breakdowns, but you can kind of plot out where it's going to go. Yeah, don't um, be lost. Know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or Game <laughs> of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> or Star Wars, the new <laughs> sequels. My gosh. You know, once you start talking about seasons and episodes, again, it might start sounding like a really intimidating thing, but I want to reiterate that this can be very short. Like mm -hmm. we can, you can be talking about 60 second videos. If we're talking about TikTok, you can be talking about 45 seconds. This can be very short little nuggets if your story lends itself to that or on YouTube, you know, it, we're not talking necessarily about 28 minute sitcom episodes. In fact, that's probably way too long for a branded content series. If you look at how TikTokers do it, they kind of have little seasons. So what they'll do is parts. So they'll say, you know, uh, I'm, so now I'm getting into bushcraft. Do you know what that is, Hope? No. So these guys go into the woods with just like a hatchet and a saw. That's it. And then they make a house out of like clay, whatever they find, like they, like they use, uh, like vines for rope. Everything is all like from the forest. They don't bring in anything, just like a saw and like a, an ax or whatever, a hatchet. And that's bushcraft. So anyway, so, you know, these bushcraft episodes on YouTube are like 20 minutes long, but on TikTok, it's like making a bushcraft house, making a survival house, part one and then they'll break it down part two and what that does is it gets you swiping it gets you to go in and like check out all the other episodes and it gives little people little self-contained pockets that they can you know watch an episode and then pick it up later an episode is a way to break down a more complex larger topic but the main the main thing that all these have in common is that they're not marketing the altruism is very high. They're, the main event is entertainment. And then either it's a logo or just the channel itself. It's a very soft, soft, soft marketing message. Its main purpose on the planet is to deliver value uh, in a very altruistic way. 
And that's probably the most important thing that people need to keep in mind as they're creating this, that it's the moment that you're brainstorming or working on a script or running it through your team to get approvals and it starts to become a hard sell, then either pivot and make an ad or pivot the other way and like clean up some of the hard sell and take it out. Yeah, whatever you do, don't combine both. Because when you combine both, then it's a stinky ad and a stinky piece of branded content. <laughs> and then it serves nobody and nobody's watching. And that's what a lot of brands do, too. They, they're like, we're making thought leadership, but then there's a hard call to action everywhere. Or we're like, we're making an ad, but then there's no ad or there's no <laughs> logo or there's no hard sell. Like you got to, you know, you could do it. Pick one. <laughs> yeah. Pick a lane. I'm excited for this. I really want to see what brands do. If it's if these marketers out there who answered this survey really are going to be expanding into this branded content, I'm really excited to see what people can do. And I think that there's a lot of creativity out there in B2B that hasn't been tapped as much as in B2C and D2C marketing. So I would love to see what more of these brands start to do. I hope people really release these series. We should do one, too. I mean, after we're done with all the other million things we got to do, but we should add another one to our plate. <laughs> or or the other thing is, like, just kill a channel that's not working for us and see if this can work. That's the other thing is, I mean, now we're, uh, whatever, this is uh, the bonus round of this episode is, uh, this is overtime. If, if you're going to do this, perhaps cut a channel that's not working. I feel like as a, as marketers, we only add channels and we only mm-hmm. add things and we're very bad at cutting them. I think we have to get better as marketers of just killing off things that just aren't working. It's okay. It's okay to kill it. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it didn't work. It's fine. There's like a fundamental thing that like just because a channel didn't work doesn't mean we don't work or our brand doesn't work. It probably means either the medium wasn't right, the creative wasn't right, you know, whatever wasn't right. But it's okay to just say, yeah, it doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. I'll schedule a meeting to brainstorm our series. <laughs> so keep an eye out at the end of 2022 uh, <laughs> for the Umal, the original branded series. Maybe we'll make like a murder thing, like where somebody, like a murder show. Like true then, crime? Yeah, but like, and then how do we swing it to us though? Yeah, what's know. what's the product placement? <laughs> I don't know. See, that's the thing that's really hard. Like, honestly, because this is like, well, what if we do this? And like, well, how do we relate it back to us? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Because like, yeah, like, I mean, honestly, honestly, we could game this out. What would we do? Because like, you can't make a series about, well, I mean, honestly, okay, here's what I would do is um, if anyone's seen our slow motion conference room uh, spot, it's this group that's like caught in a slow motion corporate video. But you could actually make a... like what would work for us, I think, is like B2B marketers like stuck in an old company, right? That like, Or it's like want... a Twilight Zone thing that you kind of have have these people st- stuck in these horror scenarios that they can't get out of. That's pretty cool. Like a corporate horror scenario. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, like, honestly, that could work. And then 
what it does is it also symbolizes kind of like our like brand vibe too and and people get a feel for your brand by the content that you're putting out so if it's silly you start getting that kind of rub off on you of like oh that's a silly brand they're cool whatever yeah it's it's your brand voice yep so this is another way to get it across in a way that's still professional and entertaining but it could be funny or mm-hmm. it could be informational serious you could try to be focused on um, being a thought leader if that's what your brand wants to be. There's a lot of different ways you can take this. Can't wait to hear them. Yeah, we'd love to hear more about it. If And if anyone wants to brainstorm some, uh, any listeners, you want to brainstorm original content, I will say right now, you can shoot us an email, hello at umalt.com. That's U-M-A-U-L-T.com. Uh, and we'd love to talk about it because this kind of stuff is a lot of fun. It is. Fun. All right. Thank you, Hope. Goodbye. Thanks for listening today. You can find us across all the social media channels at Umalt. Again, that's U-M-A-U-L-T dot com. Follow us. Check us out. Uh, You can see some of the work that we're playing with for our own brand on our LinkedIn and our YouTube. Thanks for listening today and go out there and make something cool. Buckle up. I feel like I'm about to sneeze.